so this is 17. That record got me high. That's Rob Alba. That's Barry Stock. And we were supposed to. Uh, <laughs> we had a different episode. Something came that's up. That's right. We had to postpone our Gang of Four uh, interview and uh, right. episode. So last minute, Barry said, you know what? <laughs> Angry yeah. Samoans. Yeah. Well, actually, what happened was we were chatting on you know Facebook Messenger or whatever, and you said, you know, you know our guests can't make it, and you want to do another one. Or maybe we called. I don't know. And it was... Um, <laughs> Just this, the angry Samoans popped in my head. Yeah, and I was said, like, "Yeah, okay." Do, uh, back yeah. from Samoa, back angry from Samoans. Samoa. And then I said, "Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's genius." It's a good record. And, uh, yeah, it's I, uh, um, and I remember. I don't know how I heard this record. I do know that I bought it when it came out, right? Because it the cover was so compelling. And I must have heard it in a record store. or Heard it somewhere. I don't know if somebody was playing it. Right. And I thought, yeah, this is. This is this is for me. This subject matter. <laughs> well, we have to say right now we have to we have to sort yeah. of put our grown up selves aside a little right. bit oh, and yeah. revisit our fourteen year old, fifteen year old yeah. selves because this is much as like something like Mad Magazine or something. I mean, even though I could still read and appreciate Mad Magazine now, <laughs> it's still you, nothing's better than that when you're a when you're a teenager. Yeah, and that's know, what this is. And, sure. and yeah, that's what this is. Because uh, it actually it came out in 1982. Year I graduated high school. Yeah. Second, yeah, yeah. So I had yeah. already I had graduated high school. So I was a little older. So, uh, but I know I had this a cassette at one time. Yeah, I had heard some songs, and they were just you know just the song titles alone. You read them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Band right. has a song called uh, "They Saved Hitler's, Hitler's Cock." Uh, you're gonna want to at least hear. Right. I need to hear you know, that. Yeah, yeah. What's going on with that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> So I, mean, uh, I didn't know I, until I started reading about it. To you know, we had a very short period of time to prepare right, for this right. episode. So researching, um, there was an album before this that I, right. I knew nothing about. I didn't know. There's actually a lot of things about the Angry Samoans that I did not know until reading. Like I didn't know they um, they formed so early in '78, uh, yeah. 78. So they were yeah. basically the first wave of punk rock LA bands from punk LA. rock bands which yeah. I didn't realize that I thought they started didn't even start till the 80s so yeah they did and the main guys are uh, Metal Mike Saunders Metal Mike Saunders <laughs> and Greg Turner yeah who both were critic uh, music critics writers yeah, one and wrote for, they were for Cream Greg Turner wrote for Cream and I know uh, yeah because I used to love Cream yeah. and he wrote in the 70s and the 80s he wrote some great um and he was known for some really good snarky yeah. takedown reviews, yeah. and and one thing in particular, uh, one of his notorious cream uh, reviews, he reviewed a uh, a Ted Nugent album, yeah, excellent, <laughs> and he reviewed it by way of a Dear Ted letter, <laughs> where he was uh, 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 suggesting to Ted that uh, that he learn his licks on a Gibson. Uh, Melody maker because they were easier to play because the necks were shorter, <laughs> and uh, the, the rumor was that Ted uh, that Ted called the mm. the uh, cream and he asked the editors Ooh. for his address in L.A. and threatened to hunt him down like a renegade elk. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. <laughs> so I mean that right Ted's there. Been, got yeah, great, Ted's, uh, Ted's, to fame. Ted's behavior hasn't really changed that much, right? So uh, what also surprised me was that these guys were older than they I are. thought they were. Yeah, when this record came out... You think teenagers. Metal, you think yeah, these Yeah, Metal guys Mike are t- Saunders was 30 when, the, right. when this record came out, and the other guy, Greg Turner, was like um, 28. Yeah. So these were not kids, but no. they were definitely from the... It's almost... You know what? These were really smart guys. Yeah. And the lyrics are very clever, but they're very... I mean, the... And, and also, you can't deny that the, the uh, songs on this record are great. They're just great. They are. So, they're great punk songs. Yeah. They're a step above the just, uh, you oh, yeah. know, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, your That's average. That's why this uh, record is, is, is worth talking about. Because this, the, 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 the subject material, a lot of horror movie, a lot of serial killer. Right, um, right, A lot right, of right. scatological and... Um, then there's you know uh, there's one yeah the, the, there's one song we have to dance around a little bit there's some things you have to dance but I'm just gonna I think we should get it out on on the table right now put yeah. it on the table because I know myself when I was in middle school yeah the the worst thing insult that you would call each yeah. other was 
Faggot or queer. Right, yes. We call everything was, and if something was stupid, it was gay. Oh, that's yes. so gay. And yep. uh, you're a faggot. You're a queer. I mean, that's just the way it was. That it's was terrible 1970s. now. Yeah, it's it's terrible now to think about it. And hopefully things have changed. I'm thinking maybe things that haven't changed as much as probably as it not. Does. But. Uh, the good thing is that now at least we know that that oh no that's yeah, terrible. Yeah, it's not acceptable. Yeah, it's not. It's just not acceptable at yeah. all. But you know, teenagers, especially male teenagers, are basically they idiots. Yeah. They, they can be idiots a lot yeah, of times. At times, mostly. And a lot of times you just say shit without thinking about the yeah, yeah without thinking about the ramifications of it, yeah. and you basically saying things just to. Piss, piss somebody people, off. Just to piss people off, yeah. Which is Like which is liberal punk. tears. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. That sound familiar? So we have to get, so, uh, yeah, at some point, so you just have to understand you're not uh, condoning it, but you're not, um, you know. Plus this song, there's is some, there is, is a little nuance to this song. There is nuance, which we'll discuss, and I don't know if the nuance, you know, makes yeah. up for. <laughs> I don't know if it does either, but right. it's definitely in there. It's in, it's worth talking about. But and just, here's the weird thing. You know what? We'll get to the song when we get to it. All right, right, right. So we should discuss the, <laughs> so they even put, these guys put out a record in 1969 in 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 uh, where the hell did they grow up? In like Austin or something? They put up yeah. Oh, I didn't that idea. Yeah, not see. no, it's on the it's on the Wikipedia entry that they oh, put out. Okay. It's like a record um, that's got some you know asinine title, and it didn't. I don't think it actually came out, but they made the record in '69. So yeah, because he was like he would have been like he was born in '52, so he would have right, been like right, '17. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, <laughs> which is when I assumed he was when he made this. Yeah, record, he's 65 now. Oh, right, goofy. right. Yeah, and it's a very the cool the cool thing about this record, the appealing thing is it's got the smart dumb smart slash dumb. Oh yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Which which I I was already um, like when these guys came out, I had heard them and I was doing and I appreciated, but I was I was already a little older and I had gotten the first wave of smart dumb like the Buzzcocks and Ramones, Ramones, you know. Yeah. So I was already really Stooges. into that. Uh, yeah, Stooges, right. Smart dumb, it, right? Exactly, exactly. So um, this is uh, you know along the same uh, vein, but even yeah. but even worse, but even more, you know. It is, and the cover of this record is is got a like a creature from the Black Lagoon. I'm it, maybe it's from a movie. It could be actually a still from a movie. Right, right. Creature from the Black Lagoon character. And he's what is he? He's strangling something, or a, he, a head. He's like holding, and, a, yeah, holding a dissevered head. <laughs> Just, and then there's like uh, there's like fighter planes in the background. Right, 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 right. So it covers right. a lot it's, of bases. It's just something when some teenage kid is going to see it. Exactly. And, go, oh my, I'm and the, buy the that. title, Angry Samoans. Their their um, their the band name came up because they were trying to come up with band names, and they had like a they had this one of the members came up with this like di- like this. Uh, manifesto about how you come up with a band name and they I guess they followed it and the angry Samoans refer to these guys that used to sit on the these Samoan guys who used to get pissed off at them who were sitting on the hoods of their car (laughs) like out in front of their like practice space so that that was that has nothing to do with right, right. Samoa, no, and, of course and you not. know back from Samoa, whatever. Yeah, it's just goofy. <laughs> They're from L.A. And right. All right. So, and one thing that also should uh, that's kind of important is that they they had a record before this called. Um, Inside, inside my, my brain, inside, inside my, brain. my brain, which came out yeah. in 1980, and they had a song on there called "Get Off the Air," <laughs> and it was about K Rock DJ Rodney Biggenheimer. Yep, which uh, Rodney on the Rock, he was like he was like the most uh, well known DJ. Yeah. He like ruled LA, and they wrote yeah. this song "Get Off the Air," which was disparaging him, and he had so much clout that he basically got them banned from all the. Yeah, they were not allowed to play. LA clubs, which is why they're not in the movie The Decline of, of uh, right. Western Civilization, which is how I, I learned, a lot of us learned of about all these LA punk yeah, bands sure. from that movie. Yeah. And Angry Simones are not in that movie. Yeah, uh, they totally deserve all. to and be. Oh, yeah, they do. Because, I, you know, they're, they're uh, like I said, they're, they're head and shoulders above yeah. most of those LA punk the only uh, The only bands that I say uh, they're not is like is like X, X or uh, yeah, Black, Black Flag. Flag. Yeah. Right, bands like that. But they're, they're up they're there. in that echelon. In that echelon, they they just are. I mean, there's, yeah. there's no denying it. Yep. You can't. They're just the just song wise and playing wise, 
And because um, this record is is almost it's irresistibly it's catchy. The songs get stuck yeah, in your head. Yeah, absolutely. and the subject matter is so <laughs> just funny and stupid. It's like it's it's they're the kind of thing. A lot of the songs are written from a teenage perspective. Oh, absolutely. And uh, I read a, a review. One reviewer summed them up as the Angry Samoans are the most offensive and disgusting band you'll probably ever like. Right. <laughs> Right, that was because Chris Gow, right? I think, I think from, so, yeah. Uh, because you uh, like them in spite of all this, you still, you can't you, help it. You like can't them. help but like them. Right, right. Um, they uh, um, Like most kids, like if you have teenage kids, so the same thing, you can't exactly. help but like but them. but they weren't <laughs> teenage. The weird thing is they weren't teenage, or at least two of the band members weren't teenagers. But they had that uh, sensibility, the down, Definitely. they had it down. They Very much so. They had it down. And, and after uh, this, they actually put out um, a weird, a couple of weird records, a uh, the next record after this was an was an EP, uh, I guess called STP, not LSD, and they went in more of a garage. They rock went in sound. right, more of a garage, and, and then, they got uh, really derided for it. Yeah, but if you listen to those records now, there's nothing wrong with those records. No, the problem right. is, is they're not this. Right, and so exactly. people people are like expectations are what well, yeah, you were going to yeah. put out, you know, and, and, back from and, some other part two. Right, exactly. Which yeah, they did it not do. Not. And then Greg Turner ended up leaving. Uh, the band and then leaving pretty much music, he yeah. became a math uh, professor. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. he's like a math savant, and he became a math pro- professor. And I read, and they do not. Metal Mike Saunders and Greg Turner have not spoken in like oh really uh, decades. Did no. not know that. And yeah, and there's a lot of animosity, like back and forth. You'll find like message things yeah, and stuff where one right. will say that, and they'll say, "Well, I don't know what he's talking about," but yeah. So uh, things get hazy back. Well, in- he's very dismissive because Metal Mike Saunders is still like Doing kept it, it going, yeah. it's still going, and and. And Greg Turner was not shy in saying that it was garbage. Whatever he was doing was just like a garbage version of, uh, yeah. of uh, which happens, you know. It does happen. People have their thing, you know. Right. And they, sometimes they, uh, maybe they, they ride it, they ride that horse too long. All right. So real quick, on the record, aside from uh, Metal Mike Saunders and Greg Turner, you had PJ Galligan on guitar also. Yep. And uh, you had Todd Homer Todd on Todd Homer, bass, which and- I think also... It's, I don't know if he relates to the uh, second song on the record, if, uh, but we'll find out. Oh, okay. Todd Homer. Oh, no, 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 because I think I know you what, look that, what that yeah, is. I, okay. I did get that. And Bill, Bill... V- Volkeroff on drums. Right. And, and then uh, uh, somebody named Ron Spencer designed their album, which gets, <laughs> right. he gets total... He gets props because the album is, it's, it's, is just... Well, that's what you walk in the store and you're like, compelling. what's that? It's like, yeah, it's like the first time I remember uh, my wife, Elisa, when we were dating, she came home with uh, Bad Brains, Band in D.C., yeah, exactly. the cassette, just because... And you're she, like, look at that. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, this is going right. to be great. Remember we talked about last week about Mott the Hoople, like, uh, uh, um, um, the third record, uh, why it didn't... Uh, oh, right, because you said the, the cover was so Brain papers. Because <laughs> the cover's terrible. It spoiled it, yeah. And, that, that's and a real thing. You would, it is, because people look at... Sometimes you buy a record based on the way it looks, and you're like, well, that was that worked out. <laughs> right, right. Uh, and you would definitely do that with this. I don't think I did that with this, I think, I, I, but I remember listening to it. And we should say from the start, it's a short... It's not really an album. It's really an EP. 14 songs, and, and it's... 17 minutes and 39 seconds, <laughs> or 49 seconds, yeah. something like that. It's very, very short. And right. it's, it's up right there with a Minutemen in one of their sort of... Exactly. Yeah, yeah. there is. But, I mean, it, it, in <coughs> no way, even the little, even the shortest songs, they're, still, awesome. they're great. They're I awesome. should say and I, that I actually did a couple of years ago, and it's up on YouTube. I actually took the entire record oh, yeah, that's right. and, made a, and used audio software to slow the tempo down. Not the, not the, not the pitch but just the tempo. So I managed to get the record down to up to 25 minutes long. Yes, and it's called They Could Find Back it. From you Slow Moa. Back from Slow Moa. So if you go to YouTube. Slow Dash Moa. It, you'll see it on, on my YouTube channel. And it's great. Page. It makes it sound metal, like a it little does. more metal. It does. A little less. Yeah. And <laughs> but still great. It's, it's so still great. a great record. I and to it's still it, only yeah. 25 minutes long. It's <laughs> great. In fact, uh, uh, well, yeah. So um, all right. So let's get into this. Uh, back from Samoa. The first song on it is called "Gas Chamber." Gas Chamber. <laughs> and because Mel Mike has this snotty pronunciation that just makes you know he's he's a he's a perfect punk voice. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, California, uh, perfect Southern Cal. And then, did you read? Actually, I read one thing that the other guys were from uh, Southern Cal, um, uh, LA, but he lived uh, for the most. Uh, part he lived in 
Oh, God, now I'm drawing a blank. Oakland? Was it in Oakland? Well, that's north. Yeah, north. So maybe he did live north. I don't know. I forget. Well, but whatever. He didn't live exactly where those guys did. But, okay. Uh, yeah. But he definitely has that, yeah, annoying uh, California <laughs> whiny delivery. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's teenage, teenage onks. Gas chamber, where's the light? Stay at home. Don't feel right. I'm in my room all the time, trapped inside this twisted mind. Um, and gas right. chamber, for our younger listeners who might not know what the gas chamber was gas chamber well it, it was a besides being used by the nazis in the final solution right. it was also a way that a form of capital punishment execution instead of the electric chair, chair you could go to the gas, gas chamber. chamber yes and that's they would right. take a pail of cyanide and drop it in sulfuric acid <laughs> yeah. with you strapped to a chair and you were like you would suffer. You would be. You know, it was a nerve poison. Right, right. And you would be. You'd be dead. So basically, I feel like this is the this is the teenage metal Mike comparing him in his room, like he feels like he's trapped yeah. in his room, like he's right. in a gas chamber. Yeah. <laughs> his room is a, a death chamber that exactly. he can't escape. No from. action. No, no, no action. Gas chamber. No, no action. And um, you know, the song. It's song is. It's super fast. It lasts about. There's no repeats. Yeah, yeah, the song is one, one minute. minute. Yeah, the one minute. And it's songs. one of the longer ones. It yeah. is. But you can play it over and over, and it's you put it on. The, you put this record on, and you're just—it's just in a joy to listen to because it's so funny and stupid, right? And, exactly, exactly, and catchy and engaging, and That's it appeals it. to That's it. all of our, all of our. <laughs> um, I don't know, just. It's great. Our base, yeah. I don't want to say our base instincts. Not really. It's not because it's, it's so kind of, clever. It's it's, it's 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 clever. You remember the it, movie Repo Man? Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like that. It's got that same feeling of 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 a lot ennui of and just you know you're just over the top, very over the top. And yeah, and you, but almost you, you campy. Feel, yeah, it can, exactly. Right, right. But it still has this like you know like the you know I, I feel so you know I'm so I'm tra- people don't understand me. Right, and, right. Yeah, but it's <laughs> but it's like over the top. But they're very yeah. It's yeah. nothing's that serious on no. it. No. Oh hell and, no. And speaking of that, it's not serious. That, well, that's the thing. It's not serious at all. No, no, it's not. It's not. And you can't, if you take it seriously, you'll yeah, lose right, your mind right. reading some of these lyrics. It's not political commentary. <laughs> oh, God. It's not really social commentary. Right. It's, it's just funny whining, basically. <laughs> okay, so we get the song number two is the Todd Killings. The Todd Killings, which you know something about. I, I kind of thought. Well, the, the Todd Killings is actually a movie. It's a 1971 psychological thriller and it's based on a psychological thriller and it's based on the true crimes of serial killer Charles Schmidt okay. in the 60s and Schmidt was also known as the Pied Piper of Ooh, Tucson uh. and if you read actually if you read about Charles Schmidt his real life crimes are not no. funny, are not oh, amusing no, no. at all. No, no, it's no. horrible. No, you really don't want to investigate. <laughs> no, no. But this movie, but they got the title from I think the movie because it's a psychological thriller and it's the kind of movie that they would that they would like because it was just like of a course. it's just like a bad over the top movie about yes. this and it's called the Todd Killings and he says a uh, skipper Todd likes girls. It's his idea of killing, killing time. time. Skipper Todd likes girls. It's his idea of killing time. He's killing time. Todd Killings. <laughs> but then okay, but okay, but. So then, what they did was they just took the title of the movie and made it into a right. song. And then Metal Mike gets to work in his teen, teen angst again, his 28-year-old teen, teen angst or whatever. Right, right. 30-year-old. 30-year-old. <laughs> no saying on the wall, my head on the stove. I feel so confused. Oh, no. Right, right. <laughs> Exactly. So it's like, yeah. But I think, in a way, if you want to overanalyze the song, it's a commentary yeah. on the randomness and senselessness of this murder. Because he ended up murdering, like, three young girls, and basically right. for no reason at all. Just because oh, yeah, he, he just, wanted yeah, to. Right. He was a psycho. Yeah, he was a psycho. But it's funny. One of, the, one of the things that is that they don't really dig that deep. Like you no, said, they just sort of take no. it. They take the it's title. It's a horror movie sort of perspective right, exactly, on life. Exactly. In fact, one of my Facebook friends, or at least somebody who has seen the post on Facebook, posted about she has both of uh, the um, Angry Simone's records um, autographed by famous cheesy horror film director Herschel Gordon-Lewis. Oh, Susie, that's right. Susie yeah, said and autographed I by Herschel Gordon-Lewis. That's perfect. That's perfect. I mean, he must it have been is. aware of them. He was, right, a, right. he was a cool guy. They probably knew him. Oh, yeah, he was yeah, because they were fan. Yeah, there's, there's many uh, uh, sci-fi and horror movie uh, 
references, references on in this record. This and yeah. uh, the next song, I love. This is probably one of my favorite songs yeah, on the record. Lights right, out, right? And you wouldn't be able to like now. You get in trouble. Like, remember when Ozzy the Black Sabbath got sued because people said they were, or the, or the band like. Um, People say they're telling people to commit suicide oh, or whatever. Oh, God. Well, this is, yes, because this is basically Lights Out. It's about a, <laughs> I don't know, man. a, What's a it trend. About? A ridiculous, they're making like there's a trend of poking your eyes out. People poking their eyes out. <laughs> like it's a trend. It's not. Put a pen in your hand, poke your eyes out. <laughs> it's got this like, it's got this like call and response intro. Uh, um, <laughs> Lights out. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing more that you can leave behind, so forget about seeing. Get into your mind. Yeah, yeah. Everything yeah. looks better when the world is black. Grab a fork. Make the first attack. Right. <laughs> so it's almost like it's a dance craze or something. It, it, that's exactly what it's <laughs> yes. presented as, like a Dick Clark. A hey, dance with a, I, I love the line. I can't see too well. <laughs> what, what's, what's it all it about? All about. <laughs> well, I don't well, know, I don't man. man. Did you, did you poke your, your eyes, eyes out? out? <laughs> sure thing, I did it today. Uh, Starting to, to get, get hit, hit to, to the, the lights, lights out way. way. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Uh, gross out. Teenage gross out humor, yes. but it's really, let really it funny. Do the lights. <laughs> Don't worry much. Just let it rip today. Your eyeballs <laughs> do the lights out trip. It's hilarious. It's the rec- hilarious. It's, it's hilarious. It's, you know what? <laughs> this is a great record. And speaking of hilarious, oh, the song number four. Something I'm. Well, this song is <laughs> near and dear to my heart. I'm not Barry. I'm not. I'm not even gonna, <laughs> yeah. gonna pull punches with you yeah. saying I did this, think of. Yeah, of course. <laughs> think of Henry at some. Did some? Did Henry at some yeah. point? <laughs> he said, it's "My cold. our son actually told my wife and I." Said you guys, are, you guys don't know how to be around normal people. <laughs> so that's the sophisticated version of this song, which my, is called "My Old Man's a Fatso." <laughs> uh, and again, Metal Mike locked inside my bedroom. Look at it; the pictures on the wall. I need a little elbow room. I need space, man. That ain't all. Um, my folks jump on my case, get a job, take the dishes out, put the trash back in its place. Someday when I'm a man, I'm going to put them in their place. Right, because my old man's a fatso. <laughs> He's got a pot belly for a mouth. Baby, my old man's a fatso, but you know, no, he, he owns, owns the this house. house. <laughs> right, there's great, that problem. It's a great line, yeah. yeah, damn, yeah. It, damn it, he owns mm. the house, though. <laughs> and, he, and then um, he gets a job. Yeah, get yeah, a job, right. put the dishes. But and it, now that I'm a man, I'm gonna piss right in their piss right in their face is what I think it says. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. There's some of the lyrics on the um, that I found on Genius.com where that oh, some of the we're lyrics absolutely are wrong. wrong. I'm and like, there's, yeah, there's a couple of sites and some say this, some say that, and definitely. Uh, I was yeah. like, no, that's not right. No, no, right, right. Uh, but so, uh, it, whatever the words are, he really had a problem with, with his, his old man. Yeah, <laughs> with his old man. Yeah, and aside club, from all Mike. that, this song has got some great guitar parts. It does. In it. Oh yeah. And there's not too many leads in it, but this song has some has some cool yeah. uh, cool little lead. It and, does. Uh, it's just so good. It's it's so good, and it's just hysterical. And the so vo- hysterical. and his voice, his whiny teenage sounding, just voice over the top of this uh, is brilliant. And they, and then their big hit, I guess, in the punk scene is next. Their cover of oh, their cover of which is hysterical because I was unsure. It's called it's time has come today. The Chambers Brothers song, right? The Chambers Brothers. But when you listen to it, you hardly recognize it even as the Chambers Brothers, right? And, Except and, that there's that they made a video for it, and one of the Chambers Brothers is in the video. Oh, I did not know that. That's hysterical. <laughs> it's great. The video it's, is actually great. It's great because what it is is that it seems to me that they they wanted they decided they wanted to cover a Chambers Brothers song, but they, they didn't bother actually learning it. Right? Yeah, yeah. They kind of. Learned it a little bit, like, Not all, but the word they changed oh, the yeah, words because yeah, yeah, yeah. they didn't bother right. learning the words. No, no. And but it's funny, they one thing they do in the middle of it, they do a little uh, a parody almost of the breakdown part, yeah, with oh, the yeah. sticks the clicking TikTok, for a yes. little bit, yeah. But it's really it's hysterical that I actually had to look and make sure is this are is yeah. this their own song? And this one is, is and this album is not on Spotify, um, but you can listen to the whole thing over and over on YouTube, on, on YouTube, yes, on YouTube. and also uh, the slowed down version, and also very slow. You should listen to both. And, uh, <laughs> You decide. You, you want to relax and, you know, sit and smoke a cigar and have a glass of port while you... <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, and the video for Time Has Come Today, it, it is hilarious. And it does... Oh, it, it's so... It's low budget, but it's funny. And they actually... Um, yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs> All right, so let's take a, let's take a little break. Um, let's refill our uh, glasses of you who's our glass of you who's. Yeah, That's yeah, what we you. should be drinking to do this record. We should be drinking you. you. 
but we're not. <laughs> you know, I don't think Muse even a dairy beverage. Well, I'm not even sure it's milk. It's not. No, it's absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> you could be lactose intolerant. So, like, and drink Ju- like Jews could eat a ham sandwich and drink it, and it wouldn't be. Uh, and it wouldn't think, be. Uh, this Jew has done that many times. Oh yeah. yeah okay. You and a ham sandwich. All right. Let's take a little break, and we will be back with uh, that record. Got me high. This episode of That Record Got Me High is sponsored by the online web comic strip Is This Tomorrow? That's Is This Tomorrow at isthistomorrow.com. Appearing online since 2003, Is This Tomorrow is a weekly comic strip featuring absurdist humor and silly. I'm having a little trouble reading this handwriting. Um, absolutely free with no advertising or paywalls. Hundreds of comics in the online archive, uh, something, something, uh, autobiographical comics by Woody Compton. Does that say Rutabaga? Hours of entertainment for disarming readers like you. Disarming. Discerning. Discerning readers like you. That's the Is This Tomorrow webcomic. New comic every Monday. Isthistomorrow.com. Next time, they really need to send the ad copy typed or uh, write with their hands, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Is this thing on? All right, we're back. We're we were, back. <laughs> we were, it's ironically, Barry yes. and I were just discussing. <laughs> yeah, Lenny Riefenstahl and uh, Triumph of the Will. And, and now, what's the next song, Barry? They saved Hitler's cock. cock. Things you didn't know, historical facts that you were unaware of. <laughs> Is it Hitler's cock? And it had a life of its own. Yes. <laughs> now, first of all, did you musically, did you, it's, it, it's reminding of Anagata DeVito a little. Uh, it does, yes. Right? It's got yes. a little Anagata DeVito thing that. going. But, you know, I never made that connection, but you're absolutely right. That exactly was it. Yes, yes. It's a fast <laughs> Anagata DeVito. Uh, and great lyrics. They saw oh, Hitler's yeah. cock. They hit it under a rock. a rock. I discovered it last night. I couldn't I could. even believe my eyes. <laughs> if, if Hitler's cock could start to talk... It would say to kill, kill today. today. Right. You got any instructions for right. Hitler's cock? Yeah, kill to today. kill today. If Hitler's cock could choose its mate, oh. it would ask for Sharon Tate. Sharon Tate. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now, so do you know? Well, obviously, you know there's a movie called They Saved Hitler's, Hitler's Brain. Brain. Yeah, of course. It was a 1968 <laughs> sci-fi uh, TV movie. It was actually it, it, they they made it for TV. And the the premise is World War II is over, and Nazi officials remove Adolf Hitler's living head and hide it in the fictional South American country of Mandoras, so they can resurrect the Third Reich for the, Reich for the future. Right. <laughs> so you know, one of these kids saw this on oh, like late night they when they show, yeah, late oh, because TV. there were lots of probably more early '60s era films where the like there was a brain. Like in a jar, it was like yeah, in a just bubbling, crazy, bubbling. insane plot. Yes, yes. Fact, yeah. There was a Star Trek where they they snatched Spock's brain. Yeah, the worst, the absolutely the the best, cheesiest, most stupid Star Trek episode is Spock's brain. Oh, okay. It's, okay. It, oh, it's, inc- yeah, it's yeah. They had no, they had run out of money, <laughs> and they had to make they had to make these episodes on like you know like shoestring budgets, and so. Um, they right. saved, uh, and what else does Hitler's cock do, want to do? <laughs> oh, now, now it's starting place. to get hard. I found it in my backyard. <laughs> Every <laughs> night it kills a dog, and now it wants some night and fog. It wants some atmosphere. <laughs> Hitler's cock is on the move, and now I'm scared of what it's going to do. So yeah, that was a, a, they just you know the Nazis definitely deserve that and worse. But yeah, yeah. A, 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 a song about Hitler's cock becoming its own horror movie character is uh, pretty it, fucking. It crazy. is. How could you? I mean, how could you not love a record that has that song on it? But right, the next then you song, get to the next song, which is which, uh, I don't, I don't homosexual, mean, uh, which is more a song about. Someone trying to be stay in the closet. Yeah, yeah. The thing you can you can make the case that it's not homo, it's not entirely homophobic because it's calling out men who like lie to their families and sneak right. around behind it's their sort of like uh, the Ramones what? in uh, "We're a Happy Family." Yeah, Daddy yes. likes men. Yeah, Daddy likes right. Now, did you notice that it's credit? Who's credited to writing this? No, Jay. 
Falwell. <laughs> so Jerry that's kind Falwell. of a joke. Yeah, they credit right. the song as being written by Jay Falwell. Jerry Falwell. And so... Um, and they also say there's a part he says, homosexual, I'm one too. He does. Which I don't think any of them are actually gay. A homosexual, so are you. Homosexual, kill Dan White. Homosexual, right. was it right? And now right. Dan White was the guy who murdered uh, San Francisco Mayor uh, yeah. George Moscone and uh, yeah, Harvey, Harvey Milk. Milk. Right. So it's like, they, th- but it's like they're just throwing shit in there. Yeah, they're yeah. just throwing shit in there and it's basically... The jo- it's uh, the the joke of the song is that it's called homosexual, right? And then and even at the end they call out Darby Crash for right. some reason, maybe, yeah. which is because they say Darby Crash. But and the, and then uh, in investigating it, there it, it, it did become pretty well known that Darby Crash was. If not gay, he was bisexual. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know yeah. that. Which is not cool, though. My, yeah, <laughs> it's not no. cool to call out right. someone. So, well, Darby was just totally fucked up too. He I mean, really if, you, was, if yeah. you watch Decline, you're like, man, yeah. this guy. You yeah. know, it was no bit no surprise when when Darby. You know, yeah. ended up the way he did. Yeah. So, th- so this song, uh, thankfully, it's less than one minute long. <laughs> it's yeah. over pretty quick. It is, but from from a from a 2018 perspective, it is. It's a. It's a little cringe-inducing. It is. It just is. There's no way around it. So and then they, they go right back to the horror movie. To the horror movie thing, song called Steak Knife. Steak Knife. <laughs> Guess what happens with the steak right. knives? Dick hurts. Chop it apart. Fucking sheep. I'm on the rag. They got my balls in a plastic bag. He just. <laughs> it's just like shotgun firing. Yeah, this is like a teenage murder yeah. fantasy. Yeah. Like teenage murder fantasy. Just throwing shit out there. Yeah. yeah. I need a doctor to look inside my head. Every time I love a girl, I stab her in my bed. More, yeah, more I serious. I see my life in vision, crimson, crimson shape. I see my life in hell. There's, There's no, no escape. You, you know what? You know, what I was thinking this is the record. You know, I wonder if he wrote these lyrics in like 1967, and then just was like, "Hey, I oh, got and this, he found him. I got his book. I got this book of lyrics. <laughs> One would hope. Teenage." This I was thinking this record. You know how you have a record when you're playing it when when you're young, especially when you were into punk rock. So oh, yeah. you're listening and. And your mom's walking by your room, and she's like, "What are you listening to? (laughs) What are you listening to? This is that record, and that that was something that you sort of, you know, that was part of the the fun and excitement of true. I was listening to a Saccharin Trust record, where uh, um, what's the the singer's name? There's a part in the song where the music is just kind of in the background, and he's going, and Satan is a motherfucker. And my mom comes bursting into my bedroom and goes, turn that off. Your brother is in the house. She knew she already knew you were, like, beyond redemption, but your brother... She found that de- that I used to smoke smoke weed out of a tennis ball can that I had poked holes in. So one day I came home and that was gone, and I was like, "Hmm, I wonder." You know, so teenage shit, man. Moms are the best. Yeah. Uh, all right, so yeah. Shout that's out to Sacred Trust, though. Great records. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Jack Brewer. I just remembered your name, that's Jack it. Brewer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so we got song number nine is called Hazeman's brain, brain is, is calling. calling. Another brain, disembodied brain. Another disembodied brain, right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, definitely in a lot of sci-fi horror movie shit. Yeah. Now, uh, did you get what the, the Hazeman? Who the Hazeman is? That I, I didn't think look they're it singing up. about. I'm, All right. There's if you found one, it's the one. I yeah, I believe this is based on Christoph Hazeman, who was a, a barbarian-born Austrian painter. Who is known for his autobiographically depicted demonical neurosis. Oh, nice. So basically, this was a guy that believed that he sold his soul to the devil. Uh-huh. And that the devil was coming for his soul and he All was right. possessed. And he painted that. He painted what he saw. Cool. So there's many paintings of demons and devils. Right. And I got it. That's got to be what this song is. Robert about. Johnson, like Hellhound on My Trail. He sold yeah, his soul yeah. at the So it's crossroads. actually pretty. If you look up Christoph Hazeman and read about him, it's, it's got to be. Yeah. It's dark. Well, yeah, yeah, but their their first uh, stanza here: three steps and a shot of light. I see a blinding flash. Puss is dripping from my head. I'm lying on my back. Yeah. <laughs> Which maybe if you look, he's got a lot of weird, creepy paintings. So I'm thinking maybe, maybe they saw like a painting and just sort of yep. took things from it. Because it says Hazeman's brain, brain is, is calling. calling. It's, it's knocking. Drilling. It's, it's drilling at your brain. It's knocking at your door. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and there's a lot of there's a lot of 
Teenager trapped in his bedroom shit. In yes, yes, too. yes, absolutely. I got absolutely. four walls, yeah, up inside my mind. I just got four, four walls, yeah, but one I cannot find. Jesus' <laughs> brain is calling. It's drilling at your brain. Nice. It only wants inside your world of anger. Fear, Fear and, and pain. pain. Yes. yes. Yeah. And everything, the thing, what I love about it no is that No one committed they don't suicide hold... because they listen to this record. No, Let's no, just right, go right. Say, yeah, yeah. It just doesn't have that. over the top, but the delivery is like the delivery of a of a frantic teenage boy delivery. Oh, of course. Like they, oh, yeah. They, they totally, totally. sell yeah. it completely. They sell the delivery. I was delivery shocked and when the, I found out how old he was. Right. I know. It, it, like, when I was 30, I, I would, had progressed beyond, you know. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't have pulled that off convincingly. <laughs> no, no, no. You couldn't have. You would have. And then we got another one. One that's just tuna taco. Tuna taco. This song Guess is what he's, a thirty-eight yeah. seconds long. Right. It's fast and <laughs> it's a little bit just sort of off the wall. Like you go to school. I have no I have friends. Friend. I cannot find a book. I, I cannot find a book I've read. Yeah. Okay. Did you lose the book? Right. No, no. I just don't think he's ever read a book. A field day <laughs> full of worms. Well, we know. You know. You, they took you on a bus. You had to go to some place, and then they. It was uh. There was, you had to look at worms or something. Right. It, it's elementary school almost, you and, know? Right, yes. And that, but now take we get a, into the middle uh, school. <laughs> take a peek. It's not your turn. Uh, uh, tell it to your sister. I don't even. Tell the taco smell that's on your hands. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> uh, it, it hit my head, hit my head up, hit my head upside. He, he imagines... He manages, always manages to bring it back to the teenage bedroom. Right, right. Where he's, bedroom, you know, right. he, tuna taco around the bed. bed. <laughs> I, I think, think I'll, I'll take, take the bus, bus instead. instead. It, yeah, it is. It's over before like you, like before it starts. You're yeah, like, oh. I think. And now I, I just want to say one thing. I think it's probably a lot of these are autobiographical in a way, in a way like yeah. something thinking of He's teenager. ruminating on his but teenage existence. one thing I've noticed, California people are obsessed with uh, tacos too. True. That's <laughs> right? true. They're just obsessed well, with tacos. Remember that promise we got about, that was unfulfilled about a, a taco truck on every corner and everybody who had a, a lick of sense was like, yeah, uh, okay. And uh, right. Uh, uh, you know, they're, they're invading. I was like, we'll have a taco truck on every corner. I was like, and? <laughs> so what's not awesome Yeah, right. I wouldn't have had to cook dinner tonight and just go down to the taco truck but um so i think they have a lot more of that out there the taco trucks yeah, they do they're obsessed with tacos in california yeah, trust we have me they black are. beans and rice which are you know here yeah tostones we got our own stuff it's okay uh you can get a cuban sandwich pretty pretty quickly yeah yeah but they love their tacos and then uh we cough, got cough back, to the, back to the graveyard yeah case. yeah the hard thing uh <laughs> and you could say this is like an existential it commentary is, yeah. on the this meaningless is, of life if it wasn't song, so goofy but it's just a goofy yeah <laughs> like horror version, like yeah, horror movie version of the existential thing exactly it, i read it and i thought oh yeah but they're trying to um <laughs> coffin case just for you turning you into elmer's glue coffin case round and round another body hit and found hey it's just talking about um, people just like this sort of endless parade of life where right, people, right. people born, yeah. people die. But how are we gonna how are we gonna work that into a horror movie song? And right, so, a horror movie song that's only thirty nine seconds, yeah. and then you think, all right, there can't be a shorter song than this. Oh uh, yeah, and then the there next song after this is twenty the twenty three second yeah. masterpiece right. called "You, you Stupid, Stupid Jerk." Jerk. You stupid jerk! I can't take it no more. Your face, ma- your face makes me want to puke. And your mother's a whore. Ah, you stupid jerk! And that's about it. And that's it. That's yeah. the words right there. Right. That's the words. I think we could relate. I think we all could yeah, relate for to sure. that. Definitely. He's singing this about someone specifically. Uh, yeah. <laughs> who's the stupid jerk? Who is the stupid jerk? I would say that as far as character-related stuff on this, we have people he's he's actually talking about. My old man's a fatso. He's definitely discussing right. someone he knows. <laughs> Homosexual. He's probably talking about someone he knows. And Darby uh, I'm going to say he didn't. The, he, the, the Hitler's cock thing probably didn't happen. No, no, no. That's I'm going to call movie, that yeah, that's fictionalized. The movie thing. That's the movie thing. <laughs> no, there was no movie about Hitler's cock. <laughs> no, no. Well, no. The <laughs> there should have yeah. been. <laughs> if there was a, any justice in the world, it would have been about Hitler's I cock. I bet it would have been a better movie than it they pro- saved Hitler's yeah, brain. Yeah, probably. And so um, then we get to the probably ep- my probably my favorite song on the and, record and the epic of the record. This is the three minute <laughs> yeah. e- epic of yeah. this record. This is like the stairway to heaven of this it is, record, which has fast parts and slow parts. It does, and it's called the Ballad of <laughs> Jerry Curlin. And I don't know who. Je- I, don't know, did I you look do. At- I have uh, the whole it, story of Jerry Curlin. Get us. 
Because <laughs> this, uh, all right, but we just, it is the epic. It starts like quiet and pretty, yes. almost like pretty, yeah. like a pretty it's quiet all, song. All, all, it's quiet. Somewhat, but, right. But when he somewhat. starts singing, you know, it's not pretty. Right. And they're singing Jerry about this guy, Jerry's, like his nice. qualities. Yeah, his good qualities. But then they start. Sensitive. Then they just go off it's on fr- this Jerry guy. They just go oh, off. And the, all right. Here's, I got to say from an insult level, he, he actually probably hits a 10. He does. <laughs> and it's great because this is a real person, Jerry Curlin, except a real guy. He spelled his name with a K instead of a C. <laughs> uh, uh. And here's the story of Jerry Curlin. All right. All right. At the Turner Family House at 4857 Beeman Avenue, North Hollywood, sometime in 1981, Greg Tapper. Now, th- think of it. These guys are rehearsing at his mom's house, but they're not kids. <laughs> they're, no, they're pushing 30. Adults, yeah. And he's. Re- hey, Ma, can you get us a soda? <laughs> All right. So, Greg Turner's mom was reminding him of this guy, Jerry Curlin, an old high school buddy of Greg's, little brother, frat type, uh, his little brother, Ron Turner. He's doing so well selling insurance. Right. And he's, she was saying, Jerry's such a nice guy. Oh, he's in pre law, oh, he's man. interning for the state legislator. Yeah, Ma. And, and she said, he's even got friends in uh, a high place. Sacramento, and he's got friends. <laughs> so she's, she's just extolling the virtues thick. of this guy. Yeah. So, and at this time, Greg's living at home with no job, no yeah. income, and he's, he's working. Hand quotes working as a rock critic, which I'm sure these critics didn't make hardly anything. They probably got paid in blow or something. Exactly. Working as a rock critic. Free magazine. And he was generally, and he was playing in this band, this ridiculous band. Yeah, the Angry Samoans. So he's playing this band. So his mom, so in the meantime, while she's, well, his mom, who by all accounts they're saying, nice lady, they, they practice it. She, she let them rehearse in the garage of their house, and his, both his parents are really nice, they said. But she was making these comparisons, as as mothers will do. Yeah. And she said, "Why can't you make friends like that? Oh, why can't? Shit. Why do you have to play in a band? Why can't you have some ambition like this guy?" <laughs> so between between this, Greg and turn, they turn it up. They they were sneaking back to his bedroom and they were writing what she was saying. So they were writing all her things, and then they would interject it with the truth. So they said, yeah. "This is the truth about yeah. Jerry," but it all wasn't true. But he sleeps with midgets and he drives right. a Ferrari. And butt fucks his assholes. mother. Butt fucks his dad. Licks his sister's pussy. So they were basically uh, writing sucks dog dick. Yes. <laughs> but then Jerry has a future. He is aesthetic. Goes to Sacramento. Jerry has friends and people, <laughs> likes meeting them, and is a very social type. <laughs> Each shit sucks puke is a toilet drinking queer, I think is the... <laughs> All right, so, so, so the full story is, so his mom, uh, she was a first grade teacher, and she didn't, she said, she knew they were doing this song, so she said, well, you have to change, he, he's, yeah. he's a lawyer, and she said, you have to change, so they made it a Jeez. C instead of a K, <laughs> Boy. and she refused any uh, and all songwriting credits, because they oh wanted to credit God. her, because wow. she wrote some. <laughs> Sucks puke, pukes through his mouth, drinks toilet water, takes up the ass butt, fucks his dog. <sighs> Sucks horse dick is a shit brain. It's so, brutal. but just knowing that the the nice lines about uh, him yeah. were written by his it's mom. It's a great. And it's the a other great. Stuff. And it is. It is an an epic. And it's an epic. And it's like fuck Jerry Curl. <laughs> and you hope Jerry heard it and was at least had a sense of humor about it. it Hopefully, like, yeah. Because they well, they I did. Just... I did some of those things, but <laughs> everyone makes mistakes. Uh, they exaggerate. They did exaggerate. <laughs> Yeah, they they did. I'm, I'm sure that they did. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then um, we got an alien comes in. That's you know, it. The Not alien. of this earth. Yeah, which is a, it was an interesting way to end the record because it is uh, everything else is about you know uh, a sort of horror movie, but then they. Um, well, I will say, not of this earth. Yeah, is a 1957 is. Roger Corman sci-fi movie. Yeah, of an alien agent from a distant planet is sent to Earth via high-tech matter transport. Yeah, where he terrorizes Southern California in an attempt to acquire blood. You don't think that for his they, dying they, they said it in Southern California for any particular reason, do you? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know, there's maps of LA where there's maps of California from the movie studios. Where that it had it marked off like what different parts of the world you can imitate by filming. Oh right, it. right, right, right. <laughs> In those yeah, parts of yeah. California. That's great. So yes, California. Um so, yeah, strange being in a distant land. I look up, there's a hole in my hand, yeah. and it really it hurts. hurts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> and it really hurts. 
Step down. Look at this curse. I'm not of, of this, this earth. earth. Yeah, this is not. This is not the man who fell to earth. This is not. No. The, yeah, this is not sophisticated. <laughs> you know, this is. Latu Barada Nikto. It's not even that level of, of. But this and this, although the the title comes from a Roger Corman movie, some of this reminds me of a Herschel Gordon. One of those. Oh Herschel, yeah. Totally. Remember, Blood Feast had Blood kind Feast, of the thing. Yes. Yeah, because they say bend Fouad down. Ramsey. Look at the curse. It yes. says bend down. Look at the curse. I'm not of this earth. Shout out to my friend Anne Christensen, who's a um, she's a professor. I think she just got tenure at UT at a University of. Whatever, whatever's in Houston, the university that's in Houston. See, me and Barry know smart people. She does, and we watched this movie with her and her husband at the time, Kevin, who's a cool guy, but, you know. A Blood Feast, you're talking about? Blood Feast. We had it on video. Oh. We watched that, and Anne would howl with, <laughs> with laughter because she would imitate Fuad Ramses from Blood Feast. Right, and right. It was beautiful. It, it was. was totally the Herschel Gordon-Lewis movies had... The, the over-the-top special effects, but horrible acting. Oh, but, yeah. But the, he knew. He, I mean, he did. But like, it's he so great okay. to watch. Now, once guys that, since we got, it's a short record, and we got a little time, Herschel Gordon-Lewis, now, um, 2000 Maniacs was filmed in St. Cloud, Florida. Oh, yeah, that's right. Which is just right. south of Orlando. Which remember, is a great movie, 2000 it, Maniacs. It is. <laughs> and I got a line from 2000 Maniacs. We all is going to have a barbecue, and you're the guest of honor. <laughs> So I got goosebumps. <laughs> but I remember the first time I watched the movie, I was like, that looks like fucking Central Florida. And I looked it up and I was like, oh, it's St. Cloud. So, um, but my friend, uh, you're going to know this name, Billy Taylor, who eventually will be on the podcast. Uh, uh, my, my, oh, yeah. You've he and Billy I were at a, yeah, a lot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we were at a party in Orlando, punk rock party, you know, back in the old days when there was only a few people and you'd go to a party and you knew everybody <laughs> that was there because right. it was the whole... So we met this guy. We were talking to this guy we hadn't met before. He said, hey, my name's Phil Tucker. And Billy goes, oh, Phil Tucker? There's the guy named Phil Tucker directed uh, this movie we love called Robot Monster. And Robot Monster is an incredibly cheesy sci-fi movie from the late 50s. Yeah, it's a guy. The monster is a guy in a gorilla suit wearing a diving bell helmet. <laughs> it's the monster. And it's set in this valley. It's a $0 budget movie. Right. And the, the, the machine that the monster uses to control these, these five or six people that he's captured in this valley... Uh, is that is a bubble machine with in an aquarium, <laughs> and so we're talking. And Phil goes, "Yeah, um, that was my dad." Oh, nice! <laughs> and so um, you know, we were chatting. He goes, "Yeah, my dad. You know, he really thought his movies were um, were really up on the same level with you know Hollywood movies that were oh, coming so out at like that time." Oh, so he was like Ed Wood. He type was like Ed Wood. Yeah. He was even beyond Ed Wood, and he. Uh, he actually got depressed, and uh, he made a, a movie called another movie called Cape Canaveral Monster, which has these <laughs> starfish sort of creatures that come wash up on the beach and attack people. Uh. Uh, and apparently, it's sort of a sad ending that he was uh, he did kill himself oh, because no. he was so depressed. I had a feeling or, you were going. Yeah, there. it's going there. <laughs> like uh, uh. so, uh, uh, he really had the. Uh, the movie bug, big time. <laughs> Not just Angora sweaters and getting way to, end, way to end the episode on a sad note. Yeah, well, I don't know. Are That's we done? Life. Robot Monster. You should watch Robot Monster because it's awesome. You should watch Herschel Gordon Lewis movies too. But yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Just remember, and, remember when you're watching Robot Monster that the man that's making it thinks that he's actually directing a cinematic masterpiece. Yeah, well, that's that. That's the charm of these movies. A lot that's of it right. is that they, it is uh, that these people do. They have a vision. And and it's they got horrible. No mo- they have no money. Yeah, they have no money yeah. and no skills usually. A lot of times, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But they still do it anyway. So. That's right, and that's what it's that's admirable. what it's all about. It's admirable. Just like like us, like us. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you. I thought you the guys same thing. Want to make a podcast? Yeah, right. You know, yeah. they have no. You know, are they skills. still doing that podcast? What's wrong with them? All right. So have you heard that thing? Now next week is exciting. We're doing it. Right. It's our first live uh, recording. We're going to record it live at a place called Laser Wolf. And there's no lasers and no world. <laughs> there's not, but there's lots of beer, lots there's of lots yummy of beer. craft beer, and it's in for a lot of deals. So hopefully, so people are going to come out and just watch us sitting around with Chuck Livid, who yes. is uh, what's his real last name? That's his name, Chuck Livid. Livid is his last name. I, I don't know. 
know. That's I not do. A thing, Chuck. I, we'll, we'll ask. We'll make him bring his uh, birth certificate. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> All right, Chuck. If you're listening, you have to bring your birth certificate uh, to the taping. So that's Saturday. We're going to record it Saturday, uh, eight o'clock at Laser Wolf. So we'll probably put we'll out. get it out. Barry will get it out like the next. Barry's pretty quick. He's well, because we're going to be discussing. We're going to be discussing, which is totally inappropriate. For a bikini three kill. guys. Well, yeah. yeah, three dudes are going to sit around and talk about a bikini kill. Kathleen Hanna and um, her um, band of extremely um, yeah, which is compelling. And, but Chuck picked it. We, you know, Chuck, we were going to do this with Chuck Livid, and we said pick a record, and he actually did a poll. He had six records, yeah. and he did a poll, and the bikini kill won. Yeah, it did. And, uh, Probably thanks to the staff of and Sweat Records. Chuck's younger, a lot younger than us. He's in, yeah. in his early 30s, and he said this record meant a lot to him. And yeah. It really meant a lot to him, and it's great. It, it's it actually, the, yeah. the, it, it's the first, their first two records combined on a CD. Yes. Like, that's what we're doing. And it's, and um, it's great. It, it's just, it's really good. Again, like, uh, much like Angry Samoans, it's a step above uh, whatever punk, uh, you know, punk, it, it, it's sort of up to a next level of that and it's definitely uh, although not it doesn't have the lyric uh, lyrics or nothing to do with the uh, with the angry smoke Hitler's at all. cock is does not appear no. on the bikini but there is record. but there also is humor there's a lot of humor in there yeah. and there's a lot of social commentary and it's and it's coming from a point of view that you didn't hear a lot then and if you want to prep for next week's episode I, I will tell you that you can watch there's a Kathleen Hannah documentary that you can watch for free on YouTube, even though there's versions you got to pay for on YouTube. If you search the punk singer uh, on YouTube, there's we watched it the other night and it is uh, amazing and compelling. And you'll be like, Yeah, Damn, she's great, she's, she's awesome. fantastic. Uh, yeah, and they're great. So that's what we're going to be talking about next week. Uh, it's going to be fun, it's going to be our first live sing, so we'll see how it goes. It could be a horrible train wreck. Yeah, it'll be all right. Yeah, it'll be fine. We'll, you know, what else do we have to do? Craft beer. We'll be sampling. Just samples. <laughs> yes, we will. It's craft beer. We'll be 30 or 40% drunker than we normally mm, on our normal. I don't know, problem. man. Um, all right, so that <laughs> this has been uh, this has been That Record Got Me High. Don't forget, uh, if you guys want to hit us up with anything. Uh, oh, we have. Wait, wait, wait. What happened since last week? What happens since we have a week? website? Oh, yeah, we have a website. That re- it's just that record got me high.com. That record got me high.com. And yeah. it's got all our episodes on there, and it's got links, it, which it's is good links, links to, to, right. the, to, to the, the music. Spotify Cause, or cause if not, it's on YouTube, yeah, yeah. You know. it's got links to the music, and we'll put other stuff on there. Maybe we'll put we some will. pictures of us and me and Mary uh, lose some weight or something, you know. Yeah, we'll put no. some pics up. yeah. Uh, but, Keto uh, diet for Yeah, so Robin check Barry. that out And uh, also you can email us at uh, trgmh33 at gmail.com Right, you, you can be the first <laughs> No, we get, we get, we get like uh, emails Yeah, we get bullshit emails right. like trying to sell us shit right. It's like, no, no and, Refinance uh, your mortgage Right, man. yeah, we don't need that uh, Alright, so this, is, uh, this has been That Record Got Me High That's Barry Stock That's Rob Elba We'll see you guys next week Howdy, friends This is Barry One of your co-hosts here at That Record Got Me High. And I just want to tell you about our sponsor for this week's episode, Is This Tomorrow? A webcomic that's sure to liven your day and provide you with knee-slapping humorous insights into the political machinations of our current situation using vaguely familiar looking cartoon characters and captions that will resonate deep within your psyche and you'll feel revived, rejuvenated and like you've taken some sort of magical pill. So check out Is This Tomorrow at isthistomorrow.com. And that's our endorsement from That Record Got Me High.